0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast, where we experience and explore everything that makes small towns great. I'm your host, Abby, and today we are heading back to the town of Little Falls, a place that I check in often with. I've always said I have such a crush on the town of Little Falls. I don't know what it is. There's just a magic about it that draws me in. I've never lived there. I mean, I lived adjacent to it in Long Prairie, and now I live in the St. Cloud area, so I'm nice and close, but I I don't know. There's just a magic to Little Falls. Falls. And especially during the holidays, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the Christmas tours that are happening starting right after Thanksgiving in the town of Little Falls. And I have not one, not two, but three wonderful guests to tell us all about it. We're going to be talking with Sabrina, the Executive Director of Little Falls Convention and Visitors Bureau. Kayla from the Charles Lindbergh House and Museum, and Julia from Linden Hill Historic Estates. All of these women are highly involved with this Christmas Tours project, and it really takes over all of these incredible places around Little Falls, and it's just a wonderful way to get into the holiday spirit and take a look at some really incredible decorating and some incredible places around the Little Falls area. So if you're looking for something fun to do, get your tickets of all the information on getting your tickets for the Christmas Tours in the show notes below. So be sure to check it out down there. And please enjoy our time hanging out with Sabrina, Kayla, and Julia. A little side note about this episode. We were recording in the historic Cass Gilbert Depot, which is where we recorded the Little Falls Arts and Crafts Fair episode with Perva and Mary back in August. So you might hear a train go by. It's all part of the charm. It's a really cool building. I highly recommend Googling that and also going back and listening to that episode with Perva and Mary because that one was fun too. But like I said, enjoy our time now with Sabrina, Kayla, and Julia helping us get into the holiday spirit as we learn more about the Little Falls Christmas Tours. your name, where you're from, and what you do. So start right here.
1: My name is Kayla Stilo and I am the site manager of the Charles Lindbergh House and Museum.
2: My name is Julia Mueller and I'm the executive director over at Linden Hill Historic Estate.
3: I am Sabrina Kelsch. I am the executive director of Visit Little Falls and I am the marketing brains behind the Christmas tours.
0: And that's what we're here to talk about today is the Christmas tours, which Funny enough, Sabrina, when you mentioned it to me, you reached out via email. I actually had it on my list of people to reach out to because this has been all over my Facebook page since like September or whenever you guys posted it. Everyone seems to be interested in going to this event.
3: Absolutely awesome. That's so good to hear. I love it when people tell us how they heard about it and all that. Yeah, it's good. So let's get into it. What is exactly part of the Christmas tours? The Christmas Tours is a 10-day event that happens here in Little Falls starting the day after Thanksgiving until December 3rd this year, and it is a co-op between four locations in Little Falls. The first one is the Rosenmeier House, which is a historic home that you can tour. It's decorated head to toe. The theme is Nutcrackers, so that's always a fun thing. Children love the Nutcrackers, and we play a game where you can count them. And then the other locations are? So Linden Hill Historic Estate is
2: the place where I'm representing. And and so that's a nine and a half acre historic estate here in Little Falls um, that harks back to the lumber era. So there's two very large homes that are 1898 built Clarence Johnston was the Minnesota State architect and he um, is the master designer behind those homes and um, it's it's situated really beautifully along the Mississippi River which is of course part of what makes Little Falls Little Falls
1: and then we also have the Charles Lindbergh House and Museum so we are the childhood home of world-famous aviator Charles Lindbergh and we also have a museum on site so you'll get to learn about his life from birth to death
0: This all is just sounding so right up my alley, one Christmas. Two, I have reached that age in life where I am now deeply invested in historic homes and museums. (laughs) You know how like guys reach a certain age and suddenly they're into like either smoking meat or World War II history? I feel like women, we reach a certain age and suddenly we only want to go see historic homes.
3: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I did want to mention we have the fourth location is the Minnesota Fishing Museum and Hall of Fame. They do Christmas tree lane and special displays, so they cover up their fishing historic stuff with Christmas trees, wreaths, and it's just exploding with like Christmas lights and Santa's there. It's beautiful.
0: Oh, that's awesome. It's cool that you guys are incorporating multiple locations across the town because I've said this on the podcast before. I have such a crush on this town. I love Little Falls. There's always something fun happening in this town and something unique. And this Christmas tour is no exception to that. So, how exactly, with it being multiple locations, do people get involved? Do they start at one and go to another, or is there a certain route they should
3: take? I normally suggest, since the hours kind of differ between location and like being able to see as it gets dark really early when you have to walk between locations. So, I normally start at Limburg on a Saturday morning and then they can do the museum and house and then i normally suggest fishing museum because they are the next closest to there and then we go to the rosenmeyer house and then linden hill estate okay
2: it's good to know too that the Rosenmeier house and Linden Hill almost look like they're on the same property. They're just absolutely next door neighbors. And so the the Rosenmeier house is going to, you're going to be able to see the Lind, you know Linden Hill houses and vice versa. So once you park for one, you can almost just plan to not have to repark, which is good to know. They are on separate tickets, but it is good to know that, you know, you don't have to do a whole lot of extra um, travel with that. But it is also something to be mindful of in regard to, you know, if you if you're going to plan to try and squeeze something in between the two of them those are kind of nice to put together as a as a set Mm -hmm.
3: yeah i normally also suggest in between Limburg fishing you'll be driving through the downtown so if you want to stop for shopping or dinner that is a good opportunity there and this is a full day event you can Mm -hmm. definitely take up a full day if not two days if you wanted to make it last that long and experience little falls
2: We've had guests before that have made comment about how they have made this their Christmas tradition, and so they come from out of state, actually, and they come get a hotel room to make sure that they can just really take in all of it and how, you know, it just sort of sets them right into the the pace and the mood for getting into the holiday season in spirit.
0: It really does kind of set the mood, doesn't it? Because you guys do it right after Thanksgiving, correct? Mm
2: -hmm. Yep, Yep. so it starts the day after Thanksgiving um, as the first of 10 days.
0: We all have that one piece of clothing in our closet where when you put it on, you feel like a rock star. You feel like a million bucks. And when you wear it out and about in public, strangers always come up to you and say, oh my gosh, I love that. Where did you get it? For me, that piece of clothing came from Sweet Bay Boutique in Piers. That piece of clothing is a denim jacket that is covered like front sleeves, sides, back, everything in pinstripe rhinestones. When I wear it, I feel like a walking disco ball and I love it. It's all I've ever wanted to be. I've been wearing it everywhere lately and every single time I put it on and I leave the house in it, someone always asks me, Where'd you get that? I need that in my closet. And I say, Sweet Bay Boutique and Piers, you gotta go get one for yourself because it is incredible. And while you're there, check out all the other incredible clothes. I'm a huge fan of Sweet Bay Boutique. I have multiple pieces from them now, and everything just makes me feel incredible. Like I put their clothes on, and I just feel like I am the version of myself that I'm meant to be. Whether you're looking for something sparkly and flashy, like a rhinestone covered jacket, or you're looking for a dress to wear to a wedding, a blazer to wear to work leisure wear they got it all and it's all at a reasonable price and it's all locally owned and operated you got to check out sweet bay boutique for all of your holiday shopping this year you can shop them online shop sweetbayboutique.com or you can find sweet bay boutique on facebook just type in sweet bay boutique or at sweet bay boutique llc on instagram i also have all the details linked in the show notes below check out sweet bay boutique for that next statement piece that you're looking for or your everyday wear When people buy a ticket, do they buy a ticket for a specific day or how does the ticketing process work?
2: So um, I can take that. Um, it, each site has their own set of tickets. So um, unfortunately, we don't have a group ticket yet. That's hopefully going to come down the road, but we just have to coordinate it all. But we each, each site, you're going to be able to do that. And, and it is really good as well to pay attention to the days and times that places are open because it's not all the exact same. Um, so being able to make sure that you're going to get to do all the things that you're hoping to do when you come, make sure you grab that attention. And you can go in any order. Uh, I know I can speak for Linden Hill. That if you get an advance ticket, it's going to be good for any of those ten days. Just make sure that you come in time to be able to really enjoy it all and give yourself enough time to see everything.
0: Do you guys have like a estimated time that it takes for each place, or is it just kind of across the board?
2: (laughs) At the Charles
1: Lindbergh House Museum, people typically take about two hours on site, so that gives them an hour to either go on a guided house tour or self-guide through the house, as well as check out the museum.
3: The Fishing Museum probably takes about an hour. They do have like games and activities that kids can participate in while you're there. The Rosenmeyer House is probably the quickest one to get through, um, and also kid-friendly. That one can take 20 minutes or longer if you were trying to count those nutcrackers. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: Linden Hill, because it is two large homes, you're touring about 20,000 square foot of historic home that's decorated. And so we always like to try and say, give yourself at least an hour, but I would say most groups take between an hour and a half to two hours.
0: Okay, so yeah, definitely block off a day to do it all. And then, like you mentioned, go get dinner. Go do some shopping in the area because there's a lot of cool stuff to explore downtown especially. sure, yeah.
2: Our um, historic movie theater just got redone as well. So just to throw in a whole other thing to be able to make you... It tips the scale to make sure you want to just stay over. Um, You can go visit the just recently reopened historic theater that was redone, um, like restored to the 1930s original glam that it had. And so you can
3: even catch a movie downtown now. Absolutely. And guys, guess what? The restaurant right next door to the theater is going to be opening at the end of November. Ooh, perfect. So Mm -hmm. they're opening... For the opening date of November seventeenth, so that following week for Christmas tours, oh my goodness. and then that first week in December, yeah. So it's called Chow Time, and so it's Italian American food. Between there and the other restaurants,
2: I do mm-hmm. recommend making a reservation. <laughs> I will throw that yes. out. Yes. Okay. It's worth thinking Hot of. tip. <laughs> or plan a little bit of extra time to um, make stop in get a table reservation or say that you're in line for it and then pop down to go do some Mm -hmm. shopping because that always works as a good space filler.
0: That's a good idea. Like I said, there's always something going on in Little Falls. And that theater project is something I've been following closely and I'm Mm -hmm. so excited for. It's gorgeous. As a kid, I remember going, because I'm from Long Prairie, so half an hour to this movie theater, closest one, and I saw so many movies growing up there, so I'm excited to see what they've done with the place Mm -hmm. now that it's back open. So exciting. Swing
2: down
0: for a show. I will have to. So what has the decorating process been like for all of these places? Well, for us at the Lindbergh
1: Museum, we're actually doing a new holiday program this year. It's called a holiday flight, and it talks about all the different places that Charles Lindbergh lived throughout his life, as well as the holiday traditions of that country or that space. So for us, it was a lot of research and community engagement uh, to f- find out what is Christmas like at all of these places? Because all the staff are from central Minnesota. So we are not as worldly as Charles Lindbergh yet. So (laughs) um, we had to do a lot of engagement with different organizations and groups, as well as a lot of research and then just hours and hours of decorating. But sitting next to the folks from Linden Hill, I don't think I should complain too much.
2: Oh, you guys do an incredible job. Our uniqueness is that people can actually lodge in one of the homes. So the white house, white house, no, the white colored house (laughs) um, um, on the estate is actually still lodged in. So it has zero Christmas decorations in it to date. (laughs) So there's nothing up right now in that house and the Warehouser home is the green colored house and that one is in transition right now after Labor Day. We start packing things away very carefully into the museum archives and getting out the new displays and so that's all been out and now Christmas is really we're starting to trickle out a few little like teasers um, on social media so... Um, you can see a little bit of a, a teaser there and, and get a taste for what's coming. And that house has done a lot more historically um, inclined, although much more Christmas decoration than they would have done back in you know 1890s. But the Musser house is done in more of a modern style. The theme this year is angels among us. And so expect lots of golds and whites and um, all the kind of uh, fun pieces that would go with the angels sort of theme. And so that house, we start decorating next week, Wednesday, and yeah, all twelve thousand square feet get decorated in about seven days. That's crazy. So it's a it's a huge community wide um, effort. There's um, volunteers that sign up by room, and so each room is sort of its own interpretation of um, either people's favorite Christmas traditions or the theme or whatever it is. So we always love getting to see what different people do in different spaces, and so. Between the really grand music room to, um, you know, even the smallest bathroom gets gets decorated and has a decorator assigned to it if you can believe that. So
0: that's great stuff.
3: Uh, The Rosenmeier House. We typically start decorating in October, so they it's getting close to complete at this point. Some final touches at that location. And then the Fishing Museum has been decorating since October as well. And they're kind of unique. So um, their trees and wreaths and other items there are up for raffle. So if you're like me and not that great at decorating, you can get one of their trees or wreaths and bring it home and make it look like you are an amazing interior decorator. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let the pros do it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely are really good at what they do.
0: Honestly, that's a vibe because I'm thinking about like how crazy busy my schedule is. Typically, I'm i I'll wait till the week of Thanksgiving to put my artificial tree up in my living room. But I looked at my schedule this week, and I'm like, I don't have time. So I put my tree up on Monday. Does it look good?
3: No, it is highly questionable. But if, if I would have known, I could have got a raffle tree. That would have changed things. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was telling the girls at work here at the chamber about it, and they're like, "So, it says one of them bought a new house, and she's like." I can just go get a tree there and then just pop it up. And then it's gonna look amazing. It's so excited about it. That is really exciting. Mm-hmm.
2: I've actually heard that um, they've, they've helped people by like wrapping the tree just with the decorations on and everything. And so they just got home and cut the wrap and then it was just yeah magically done. That's yeah. like
0: the Grinch. They just like mm-hmm. cut it open and it's perfect. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> Insta tree. Yeah, oh, that
0: is so cool. So Tickets on sale now, correct? Mm-hmm. And they go to each respective place to purchase them. yep
2: And you can even get them at the door at all of them. So oh, okay. even if you don't plan ahead and it works out or even if you just simply don't prefer to to get things set ahead of time, you just go, "We'll take care of it when we get there." Then you can then you can do that at the door yep. um at each each location.
3: Absolutely. If you're looking for the information all in one place, you can visit littlefallsmn.com. And it's all over our website, so Cool. Anything else that we didn't cover on this? Please come. It is a huge fundraiser for all these nonprofit organizations in our community, and we really appreciate the support. And I'd say that it's also very kid friendly. Sometimes when people
1: hear historic homes, they're like, "Mm, "No, (laughs) not my Um, kids. Not (laughs) not with my little kids." But I want to like just commend my colleagues here that there's lots of scavenger hunts, lots of children's activities, and it's really fun for all
2: ages. Absolutely. I always think that um, that Christmas decorations and like kind of the setting the, the stage for Christmas brings back our childlike wonder and awe. And I think that at all ages, you know, that comes back. But we encourage encourage families to come, encourage kids to be able to come and enjoy and, and instill that spirit of wonder behind this holiday season.
0: Well, and I just want to commend the three of you and all the teams behind you making this happen because it is a huge undertaking to take over all these places in this wonderful town and bring that Christmas cheer to families and people that are definitely going to be traveling from all around to see it so thanks for all your hard work on this starting way earlier than people might think (laughs) and I'm excited to see it for myself yeah we're excited to have you Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast. All the details on checking out the Christmas tours in Little Falls are waiting for you in the show notes below. As always, a big thank you to our sponsor, Sweet Bay Boutique in Piers. If you're looking to do some holiday shopping or treat yourself this holiday season, be sure you check out Sweet Bay Boutique located in Piers. You can shop in person or online, Shop shopsweetbayboutique.com. A link for that is in the show notes as well. Other than that, thank you again for taking another trip to Little Falls with us on the Small Town Tourist Podcast. Remember, you can always get more content at the small town tourist on instagram and facebook and of course the blog thesmalltowntourist.com